0: What's up, Real Sports fam? Welcome to episode 22 of the Real Sports Podcast. We are doing our college football preview pod, Heisman picks, college football picks, who's going to win the conferences, top 25 reactions, and all the rest. So let's get it. To for the what's up, Real Sports fam? It's your host, Jack Settlement from Real Underscore Sports on Snapchat, a 1 million following Snap account. Give it a follow if you don't with me. Joining me is Penn State fan and co-host Abe Granoff. Abe, what's up? 15th ranked team in the nation. Can you believe that? I'm kind of surprised with the loss to Trace plus Tommy uh, Stevens transferred out. So who
1: who, – He stinks. He stinks. who's the quarterback and who's replacing – Sean Clifford, baby. Sean Clifford will be leading the helm this year. Uh, Lost a few pieces on offense, but we're getting older. I think we're going to – The past couple of years you've seen Penn State be like a mainly an offensive-led team. I mean – you got Saquon that was there and Trey, so, like, that's pretty obvious. But now going to be leaning more on the defense. Uh, top recruit from a few years back, uh, Micah Parsons, our leading tackler last year. He's going to take a bigger role in the defense this year, and who knows? I mean, hey, I'm going to be a Penn State fan and less of a hater until they yeah, give me a reason.
0: I was going to say. That's going to last, like, a like,
1: – like, Franklin Franklin will give me a reason to shit on them and shit on him at some point in the season, whether he runs it on fourth and five at the final play of a rivalry game at home, or he checks it deep when he shouldn't in a Rose Bowl. I don't know. He'll find a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got what you mean.
0: All right, let's start. Let's start with the AP top 25 poll, which was recently released. The top 10, Clemson, Bama, Georgia, OU four, Ohio state five, LSU six, Michigan, Florida, Notre Dame, And my team, Texas, rounds out the top 10. Some other notables, Oregon at 11, uh, Utah 14, Penn State 15, Auburn 16. Undefeated national champs from two years ago, UCF at 17. Syracuse stays in the top 25 after a strong season, and Stanford will be 25th. Some teams receiving votes who didn't quite make the cut. Missouri, Kelly Bryant just transferred there um from clemson he gets to play this year miami who opens up against florida for game one of the season uh virginia tech's getting some votes but that's the top 25 any rapid reactions to the top 25
1: rapid reaction top 25 just like when it always comes out it means absolutely nothing yeah but it's so like fun to just look at the right last year no no it's still fun to analyze and stuff um one thing that stuck out to me was how high Texas was ranked. Whoa. I'm not saying you guys are bad or whatever. No, listen, listen, listen. But, like, how much of where you're ranked right now is predicated off that little run you made at the end of last year? Like, had you not dominated Georgia in the fashion you did in, what was it, the Sugar Bowl? Yeah. Like, I feel like people are still, like, riding that Texas high, and that's why they're ranked as high as they well, are. Sam- granted, you guys still have a Heisman quarterback, heisman Kennedy quarterback in Ellinger, and – you guys had a good year last year. You beat OU, yeah, right? We
0: beat OU in the Red River rivalry. Fell to them in the Big 12 championship. Sam's back. We lost a lot of production on defense, but we still have two really, really good safeties. I get why we're 10. I don't see any teams below us who either did more than us last year or who I really see being much better than us. So I actually get the rating. I think. It would have been – I mean, there were some projections earlier that was going to have us in front of teams like Notre Dame, Florida, Michigan, even maybe above LSU. I think that would have been a bit much. 10, I actually think, is a solid spot for us.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, you guys got OU on a neutral location, right? So that'll play to your advantage. And we have LSU, we
0: LSU at-home week, too. Yeah,
1: that'll, I mean, that'll be a huge uh, telltale of your exactly. entire season. But, like, in general, I don't think that the preseason top 25 is much to look into at all. Um, last year, 11 teams that were ranked in the preseason top 25 finished unranked. And ever since 1993, there's been at least one team every year, except in, like, one year, I think 2011, that started the season unranked in the top, in the preseason top 25, but then finished in the AP top 10. Um, I think if you're going to pick that team that'll end up in the top 10 at the end of the season, you're looking at like a, a Memphis if they win the AAC conference and they get that, that New Year's six bowl. It's usually them or UCF.
0: That's an interesting pick. Um, I could see it being a team yeah. from the, uh, Big Ten, like a Northwestern who's kind of out of it. I don't think it'll be Northwestern, but Minnesota. What are
1: Northwestern's a good team, and they're a hard team yeah, to beat
0: um, in Evans. They really are. I'm curious what? what team drops out of the top 25. Just looking at this list, it's probably, to me, my pick would be Syracuse. I think 10-3 and three last year was super impressive for them. Uh, I don't think they'll necessarily be bad, and the ACC's kind of weak, but I would predict
1: them to fall out. I uh, my lock, my lock of the top twenty five to finish outside of the top twenty-five is A. Really Texas A. Why? Solely not has nothing to do with talent, they're but seven. solely to do with schedule. Yeah. They've got they're at Clemson, they're at Georgia, they're at LSU. And tidbit about LSU, I think Death Valley might be a harder place to play this year. If I'm not wrong, I think they started approving beer at they that did, stadium. They did. So so the crowd's gonna get real rowdy. In Death Valley. And they have Bama at home, Auburn at home. So I'm not saying that AM isn't a talented team, but like they could very well go 0 4, and that's that's four losses right there. Um, that, that'll easily drop them out of the top 25. Um, another team that's got a, a difficult schedule a little bit is Florida. Um, they won't
0: drop out of the top 25, though. You're not making that bold take, are you?
1: I'm not no no. I'm I'm dying on the A and M, the A and uh, train just because of schedule. Like you got to beg to go two and two in those games, and like even then, what's that doing for you in the grand scheme of the playoff picture? Because two losses we've seen in the past years, you're not getting in. Yeah. Um, Penn State will probably drop out of the top twenty-five just because the Big Ten is as strong as it is. Um, the Big
0: Ten's like people are really the high. The Big Ten's up. like. Strong, but, like, Fake, yeah, fakely, fakely strong. strong. We would call them a lot of pretenders, cuties. Um, right, I, I, We'll get to them. Let's just go into our playoff predictions. I think my takes are going to be probably warmer than yours might be. But uh, let me start with mine. So I'm going Clemson will obviously make the playoff. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, that wasn't the hot juicy pick. Juicy that pick. That wasn't the hot take portion. Now we lead into the hot take portion. I wait. Is there a bigger lock than Clemson to make the playoff? Like, no.
1: The the ACC is such a joke, and their at a conference schedule isn't anything well, like
0: even outside of the ACC. They're the best team in the country, and then they're playing in the worst conference out of the Power Five. So it's just it's a deadly combination.
1: Hey, but. Here's another little stat I got for you. I mean, we both have them in the playoff, obviously. But in the past 15 years, only two preseason number one teams went on to win the national title.
0: That's, that's so, fine. I'm not even necessarily picking them to win the no. No, no, it's just something I thought yeah. I'd throw out there. I think, obviously, and those stats are – I don't know if they're skewed, but then over the past six years there's been a playoff, so they had to play another elite team potentially when they got there. But my next team – I can't decide if I want to drop Bama from the playoff because I can see them missing. Because I'm going, my second team will be Georgia. I, think. I mean, that's the only way they will miss, as
1: if well, right, as if they, they uh, but, if Georgia sneaks in, right?
0: No, but I'm saying they both could get in. So I'm going Georgia too. I think they'll finally wow. top Alabama in the SEC championship game because their their
1: side of the conference is is much easier. Uh, no. Yeah, but they still have. Georgia still has Notre Dame, LSU, and Auburn on their schedule. Yeah, they do.
0: They do. Um, and then third, you know where I'm going third, out of the Big 12, <laughs> I'm taking my Texas Longhorns to make the playoff. I, look, I look at the schedule virtually every day, and it's it's going to be one of two things, and I don't think it's in between. We'll either be 12-1, and one and we'll win the Big 12 and make the playoff, or we'll be eight and four, and we'll just—it'll just be another disappointing season
1: for Texas. Yeah, I mean there are some there are some sneaky teams that could give you some there trouble there's, but there's, in the Big there's Twelve.
0: There's a ton of QB question marks. There's a ton of new coaches. We get LSU at home, which will be just a monster staple win if we do beat them. It'll, it's our—it's Austin's biggest game in over a decade. Uh, we sure. I think we beat OU last year and I only think they got worse. I'm not saying by a lot, but I think we can still top them. Even if we lose neutral and then take care of business, if we then are, you know, 11 and 1 going into the Big 12 championship and win that rematch,
1: it you got it. It. You guys got Iowa State at home or on the road this year? We're at Iowa State. That's our one. That's a sneaky. That's a sneaky good team this it's year. Not even
0: sneaky. They're just a really good team with a really good defense and a strong coach and uh, quarterback. That's our tough road game. Well, what
1: does what does really good defense in the Big Twelve? It mean? means
0: that they're not going to let up fifty. Maybe we score thirty five. Okay, All right. and then my <laughs> final team is in between three guys: one Alabama to Michigan and then, 40, <laughs> and then and then third is Utah. So I like
1: the Utah pick but <laughs> so I,
0: I I think Michigan wins the big 10 but I think that their schedule is actually way too tough to get through with just that one loss. I kind of feel the same about Utah so like if it was Bama or Utah both at one loss, obviously Bama gets in. So I'm gonna go Bama as the four seed which is going to set us up for a rematch with Clemson, which will be fun. Uh, I still think Clemson will clear them. Georgia-Texas rematch will also be fun. Uh, Georgia will then beat us there. And I'm going to go with – I'm going to go Clemson, repeat national champions. I think I said it either last pod or two pods ago. I think Trevor Lawrence is an NFL Hall of Famer already. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I think the quality of him is crazy. They have to replace a bunch of depth at defensive line, but they're they're just a stalwart, and they won't they won't be broken down, they won't be beaten down. So anything short of a T law injury uh, leaves me with Clemson repeating as national championship. Over who? Over who'd you say? Over uh, the dogs, Georgia.
1: Over Georgia. All right, so I'll go through my four, um, and I, I like how you didn't really explain much into one of your picks. And we're going to have a little talk about that in a few minutes. But uh, okay. So let's just start out easy. I've got Clemson. I've got Alabama. Um, for obvious reasons, I don't think Georgia. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. Like, even if Georgia does beat Alabama in the SEC Championship, like, Alabama could have a playoff spot locked up by then anyway. So sure. I'm going to play it safe, go Clemson. I'm going to go um, Alabama. Then... I'm sorry, Jack, but I'm going to go with the Sooners of Oklahoma. Also, obviously not a not a hot uh, pick, more of a common pick. But their schedule to me doesn't um, it's not that hard whatsoever. They're out of conference schedule, isn't difficult at all. Um, maybe a sneaky game that they could lose is at UCLA in, in the third week of the season. But even if they drop the game to you guys in. Where is that game being played, the neutral location? In Dallas. In in Jerry World. Even if they drop that game in October, um, they'll still have a chance to redeem themselves come uh, the Big 12 Championship. If you guys get there as well, they've got Iowa State at home. Uh, Other than that, their schedule has the plays in their hand. And I'm going to stay with, I mean, what's been happening. Lincoln Riley has just been turning these quarterbacks in all different types of systems. And we've talked about it before. Jalen Hurts is my pick for the Heisman. I just think that defense is going to get a little bit better than last year, and then they'll go as far as Jalen Hurts takes them. And, like, he's a quarterback that, yes, it was at Alabama, and maybe the numbers were inflated because of that. But he's had success at the collegiate level, so there's no reason to tell me that he can't do it, especially with a guy like Lincoln Riley who's coaching him. So that leaves him with Alabama, Clemson – this is in no particular – Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma – and the final team, you went the opposite. I'm going to go Ohio State. Um, for the sole reason that it's never Michigan's – never, ever Michigan's year, people are saying that this is um, a uh, if not now, then when year for Harbaugh and Michigan against Ohio State. They do have them at home. I don't think that will matter. The difference between Michigan and Ohio State, though Michigan may be the more talented team, they're kind of in that – uh, Knicks, Cowboys. I'm sure we can throw a few other teams in the mix of what can go wrong will go wrong. But they've got Wisconsin on the road, who's not a bad team, with probably the best running back in the country in Jonathan Taylor. Ohio State has them at home. Michigan State, they have it. Michigan, It's in Michigan and Arbor this year. Michigan State's a sneakily good team. That always gives Michigan troubles. They're returning a lot of starters. Um, they're Going to Happy Valley against Penn State, and I know I've been saying Penn State's not the best team this year. I'm not sure what to expect from them, but it's never an easy game. Especially, I'm I'm assuming that's going to be the whiteout game, and it'll be at night, maybe game day if we're still ranked by then. Um, that atmosphere is just too tough to play in. So I'm gonna. That's really a tough win for them. Um, they've got Iowa at home because Iowa's always a tough team, but it's just like. Ohio State, on the contrary, they have Penn State at home, Wisconsin at home, Michigan State at home. They're really only going to Michigan in one of their toughest games, um, and even if it's in Michigan in the Big House, it's it's horrible, dude. He'll find a way to he'll find a way to lose it. And Michigan has Notre Dame coming to town; they're always a tough. So I think Michigan is too hard of a schedule to finish with um, one or two losses this year. I'm assuming that that rivalry week game against Ohio State will be for a trip to the um, Big Ten championship game, unless, by God's miracle, Penn State somehow in it. Uh, but, yeah, I got Ohio State going to the playoff. The committee has actually not been friendly to Big Ten teams the past few years. Um, we were on the fence a few years ago. They left us out. Uh, they left the Big Ten out last year. But I think we'll sneak in. I'm not a believer in the Pac 12. I don't think Notre Dame will have a repeat of what they did last year, so I don't see an independent team getting in. So I've got Bama, Clemson, OU, and Ohio State in the semifinal of the playoff. I'm going to take Bama over. I'm going to take Bama over OSU. I think that'll be the 1 4. And then I'll take. Clemson over Oklahoma. I think we'll get another rematch of Bama-Clemson. And for the stat I said earlier, and because Jack took Clemson, I'm going to take Bama because that's probably a safe pick 90% of the time is to bet on Alabama. So Alabama national champion over Clemson. It's not really a fun pick. It's Um, not
0: fun. Even your semifinal pick sucked. You just picked the four best teams from
1: the four best conferences. Okay, and you picked – first off, you picked the preseason – you picked the preseason top three to go to the playoff, and yeah. then you picked and then you picked your team. So, like, yeah. how fun is your four versus my four? You know, at least I put Georgia in there. Yeah, but like, I, I'm telling you, dude, and, I, schedule- and at
0: least I showed reservation in picking Alabama. Like, I I think Alabama really could miss the playoff, but like you said, it's really that Michigan schedule is tough, and I doubt that Utah runs the table, but they could. I want to hear you offer up an opinion of someone uh, even contending for that, that fourth playoff spot that's outside the top
1: five. Okay. Outside the top five contending for that playoff spot. Let's go with LSU. Um, yeah, I,
0: I like that one. Uh, they are going to Austin to play you guys. Like I said. FYI, Real Sports Fam, he picked the number six team. But <laughs> what, what, what was the question?
1: You did it. You did it, man. You did the question? it. The question was, it. pick someone outside of the top five. <laughs> I said I think Michigan's a fraud. I said I think Florida's nothing special. I think Notre Dame will regress. I'm sure as hell not picking Texas. Uh, I'm not going to pick Oregon either. A&M, they've been brutal. I mean, they're going to be brutal. Uh, so I'll go with LSU. They've got big conference games against Florida, Auburn, A&M. Bama, that'll – boost their resume of some sort if they can come out uh, three and one in those four games, beat you guys in Austin. So if there's a team that's going to crash the party, it might be LSU. But I don't know. I'm sticking with – people are talking about this whole – to me it comes down to Ohio State LSU. People are talking about how they're questioning Ohio State with the new quarterback, new coach, how will it work out. But – did you know that Justin Fields was in the same recruiting class as Trevor Lawrence, and he was one. Trevor Lawrence was two. People yep. aren't giving this guy Justin Fields enough credit. Like he was a highly coveted dual threat. They've got playmakers all over, all over the place on defense. Um, they've got that guy Chase Young who's slated to be a top five pick. Who I saw a picture of yesterday, and it looks like he'd actually eat me. It, we gotta we gotta throw this on the Instagram story. But this guy Chase Young, I think he's a D lineman on Ohio State. He's absolutely crazy. But I'm thinking big things out of the Buckeyes this year. Uh, Obviously, that hurts to say as a Penn State fan, but that fourth playoff spot to me is up for grabs between Ohio State and LSU. All right. I'm going to save
0: all the reasons why you're wrong in Ohio State for our Big Ten. (laughs) For when when you
1: think of them? For when you think of them?
0: No. Oh, I have them right now. But I want to do Heisman first before we go break it down by conference. So – you're on the Hurts train. Give us in in 30 seconds why Jalen Hurts, why Oklahoma can have three consecutive Heisman winners?
1: Because Lincoln Riley has done it with two totally different style quarterbacks in Baker and Kyler. Sure, they have a little deep, th- they both have a little dual threat in them, but their styles are different. Baker's was more predicated off his arm, where Kyler could do it on his feet most of the time, and he's just shown that he can adjust to the quarterback that he has. Jalen Hurts has had success at Alabama. He's he's won games in the collegiate level on the biggest stages. Uh, he's proved he can lead a team. I just, I don't know. I think the Tua and Trevor pick is too easy. My, my college playoff picks were a little easy. So I got to have some fun with this one. Um, you can give your spewing bias on why Sam Ellinger or Ellinger is going to win the Heisman. But, I'm going to go off the facts and OU, Lincoln Riley and OU haven't given me a reason to stay away from them. So I'm, I'm riding with Hertz. There's a little value in that prop. I'm not sure what his exact um, betting odds are for that, but I think those are the three. I mean, sneakily uh, Justin Fields could be in that conversation as well.
0: Um, so when winning the Heisman, there's about, there's three components to look at one you need to be a quarterback. You know, quarterbacks are going to win the Heisman. That's just it's just a fact. Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin is good. Etienne from Clemson is good. But it's very, very difficult for them to win. So that narrows it down to quarterbacks. Two, your team has to be very good. I think RG3 at Baylor was like eight and four and Manzel Johnny was like nine and three, maybe. Those were probably the worst records I have won, but those are still eight to nine win teams. I think everyone, you know, that is rated highly for the Heisman is going to be on a pretty good team. It knocks out people like uh, Derek King from Houston, or maybe even a Justin Herbert, who's a a projected top pick from Oregon, Adrian Martinez from Nebraska. So I think it, it really narrows down that list. And then the third component is that flash, the likability, the media, kind of like almost the East Coast bias. That's why outside of Mariota, we haven't really seen many West Coast players be in serious, serious running. McCaffrey might have been shorted because of that. Uh, Dennis Dixon in the past, similar thing. So I think after you you run through those factors, it leaves me with a couple players. Obviously, T-Law and Tua at the top. I don't think Ohio State will win the Big Ten, so I think that Knox Fields.
1: Uh, I'm not high but, on. Right, Jaylen, so let me ask you a question before before you continue. Before you continue, yeah. let me ask you a question: Do you think that Justin Fields could have the numbers to be a Heisman if Ohio State is in the conversation, like up there?
0: Uh, I mean, for them to be, it kind of you know goes hand in hand. I think because. If if Ohio State was up there, he would have to have the numbers, and that defense is very bad. Like it was really really bad last year, and we'll get to that in the Big Ten portion. But it would that would only help his Heisman campaign because right. he's going to have to continue to put up points. So yes, if Ohio State wins the Big Ten, uh, then. Then he will be up there. So, but I don't personally think that they're gonna last. So I'm off fields. Hurts. I think OU. They'll put up decent numbers, but he seems like he's not like he's just not Kyler or Baker flashy, which to me knocks him out. So outside of Trevor and Tua is where my boy Sam comes in. He's already getting preseason Tebow comparisons because of his <laughs> passing running. I'm just, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the facts. It's not even that I believe he's anything resembling. How you But you do. Yeah, of course I do. Because he, he really will run you over and he'll motivate the shit out of a football team. But it's just like all the extra stuff, like him and baby pictures wearing Texas clothing, him during the hookem as a kid, him saying his whole goal in life was to play quarterback for Texas. Like, we can act like these things don't matter and obviously the numbers and the wins have to be there but it's a perfect formula for those things. And then you touched on LSU, Joe Burrow. They're going to open up the offense a lot this year. A sneaky pick. You like Fields. I actually like Shea Patterson. They're taking the offense away from uh, Jim Harbaugh. So they're going to open it up. They're not going to run it as much. If Michigan runs the table, Shea is going to put up big numbers. He's super likable. Uh, so I think that's that's your list. Yeah, but you're, so, you're talking
1: about how there's a flash aspect to it, but what kind of flash does Sam Ellinger bring to the table? Like two, uh, two, a- two years ago he completed under sixty percent of his passes. Last year, a little better, but still under sixty five. He's not that much of a dual threat. Like two point nine yards per carry last year. Like what oh
0: no, he will he will have multiple highlights this year of running running linebackers and safeties over he he's got it all like it's not we're not we're not talking flash like it has to be kyler murray type of flash like running we're talking just like hype behind the media loves them. texas obviously huge media school big school historic program they get lsu they're gonna put up big numbers in the big 12 it just lends to that i'm not going with sam i'm actually going right down the pipeline you went, whoa, whoa, think, whoa, 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 whoa. You
1: went with sam <laughs> you went with sam a few weeks ago Yeah,
0: and I've had time to think about it. Oh my god! God.
1: Oh, you have to edit the Instagram post that we
0: posted a few weeks back as well, too. What's the Instagram post? Both of our picks. A little pick stitch of Jalen Hurts. We're gonna have have new graphics for. for this preview pod, but I'm going T Law. I think they're gonna route everyone, and the only thing stopping him from winning the Heisman is he won't play enough game enough halves of football. He's gonna like similar to what Tua ran into this year or this past year, Tua he was a lock to win the Heisman, and then his numbers were kind of, you know, scrunched down just because he didn't get enough time. See, in the I don't half. see I
1: I disagree with the reason that he didn't win the Heisman. He very well would have won the Heisman if he didn't have that little hiccup at the end of the season. Um, I don't think him getting pulled out of the games early and only playing three quarters a game had anything to do with it. More playing than playing
0: halves, though, he was playing halves, and he could have been thrown. He literally could have thrown for fifteen to twenty more touchdowns in games. Like that's the same thing that's going to happen with Trevor Lawrence. But I think they keep him in the game, so that's why I like T. Law to win. I, I, you know, I'm all in on T. Law. I, I want him to be the Ravens quarterback in two years. Wait, so we, to, we gotta
1: we gotta let the real sports fan know about your Lamar Jackson. Nah, uh, it's too dark.
0: But uh, I'm going to But I like the hi- I like the candidates that I did highlight. So uh, just just stay tuned for all of them to potentially make a trip to New York. For what if there's a
1: sneaky uh, there's a sneaky candidate in the Big Ten also. This guy Martinez out of Nebraska. Uh, yeah
0: yeah let's uh let's get into some ads first and then we'll go by conference we'll we'll start with the big bang because there's a lot of uh of that so um, love, ads. love, love ads. ads. that's what pays for all of our experiences um if shaving is a terrible experience for you, we've got you covered at Blue Wire. Our podcast network is teaming up with Harry's to make sure our listeners are shaving comfortably. Go to harrys.com backslash bluewire to save $10 on a value trial set, which includes a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lather and shave gel, a travel blade cover. You get all that for just 3 bucks, shipped right to your door. Enough of the low-quality razors from Convenience stores. It's totally worth trying Harry's. Sign up today. Uh, join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harry's.com backslash blue wire. All of Harry's blades come with a hundred percent quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. Again, make sure you go to harry's.com backslash blue wire to redeem your razor for just three dollars. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Whether it's a knee, injury, bad back, or something worse, guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some burn on it than seeing a doctor. The same is true for ED. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to chat with a doctor online. With Roman, you can get medical care for ED, if appropriate, from the comfort and privacy of your own home. You can handle everything online in a convenient, discreet manner. Getting started is simple. Just get to Roman.com slash eye and complete an online visit. If your doctor decides the treatment would be appropriate, they can prescribe genuine medication that can be delivered in discreet packaging right to your door with free two-day shipping. Guys, go talk to the doctor. ED can be tough to tackle, but it's really important to get checked out with Roman. Uh, just go to roman.com slash blue wire to get a free online visit and free two day shipping. That's get roman.com slash blue wire for a free visit to get started. Getroman.com roman.com slash blue wire. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with us through all of those ads. That's how we do the giveaways. As you know, all right, we're approaching the half hour mark or we're just past it. Now it's time to go by conference and let's start big 10 because your favorite teams in the big 10. Well, you're, Former school. No,
1: no, they're my guys. They're my guys until they're until they give guys. me a reason they're not today.
0: to pay. You just mention Nebraska, but let's start at the top and we have a bet on the table that we want to make, right? We do. Hundred dollars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I, did I improve this? You you said that you had to do some more research, but you sound very convinced in the first half of this podcast that you will be backing the Ohio State Buckeyes to have a better season than the Michigan Wolverines.
1: Yeah, you know correct? what? Screw it. Why not? Okay. So,
0: the one thing we need to determine is what what's considered a better season? Are we just saying who wins the Big 10? No. Like they're they're in the same division, so whoever goes to the Big 10 championship.
1: No. I don't think we What do you mean that? Mm-hmm. That that only – yeah, why not? All right. What, we can, we can do that. No. Whoever whoever comes out of the Big Ten East will do that. Okay.
0: And you know what I'll do? I'll I'll attach Penn State to your Ohio State. Oh, so you're such a sweetheart. So run the table. You know what? This is
1: bullshit. That. This is bullshit. Like I hate, I hate Ohio State and I hate Michigan uh, for obvious reasons. Like I actually am a Penn State fan. So like you're making me like – Slowly become an Ohio State fan, like you have this little Michigan fandom in your in your family, um, with your mom going to Michigan and your aunt, so you can kind of swing that. But like, I have no reason to be an Ohio State or Michigan fan, and you're pinning this on me.
0: You don't have to root for Ohio State; you just have to root against Michigan, essentially.
1: Okay, I mean, I guess if you twist it that way.
0: So let me explain why you are all you have it all wrong on Ohio State. All right. New head coach. Yeah, I know that Day is a very good coach, but you're dropping off from one of the greatest college football coaches in the history of college football. So we cannot take that lightly. New coaching changes always lead to something. Whether or not you believe Urban have been training day to become the new coach, all that, there will be a drop-off. There's no doubt about that. Secondly, Justin Fields, yes, excellent. was rated higher than than
1: T-Law, which is just – insanity in general. But watch his huddle. Uh, watch his huddle and you won't think it's that insane. He <laughs> was committed to Penn State. He was a verbal commit to Penn State, Justin Fields. Then someone knocked him some sense into him and he, yeah. he committed from Penn State and went to Georgia. And then everyone knows the whole Jake Fromm thing, so he went to Ohio State. So, but
0: so Fromm's good, even though Texas shellacked him in the bowl game, just throwing that out there. But uh he couldn't beat out Fromm for the position. So he transfers to Ohio State People Obviously, Haskins was good, first-round NFL draft pick, but he he put up the biggest numbers in Ohio State history uh, last season. So I also expect a drop-off in that department. Plus, uh, you lost Bosa, although he wasn't playing for the majority of the year anyways, but that defense was miserable. Explosive plays just absolutely thrashed them. So I think you have a team. This is the difference to me. You're going to go to Michigan this year, and Michigan – I'll get to Michigan in a second, but you lose that game. And then the thing that Urban Meyer did, he just smoked the little guys. He took care of business every week in, week out. I don't know why. Maybe it was preparation. Maybe it was coaching. Whatever it was, they took care of it. I don't expect that same result this year. I expect them to slip up. You saw at Purdue last year, even with Urban, I could see it happening one or two times this coming year. So – yeah, and I've then,
1: got that. I've got that Friday night in Northwestern game schedule yeah, uh, circled to exactly, me.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's that's, gonna a, be that's a, a scary job. game right there. Yeah, so you have those two losses, and then Michigan Notre Dame's tough on their schedule, but that's out of conference. So that's why I'm not picking for Michigan for the playoff because I think they could lose a couple games. But when it comes to the Big Ten, or their division specifically, you have Shea Patterson now second year in the system. You have a new offensive coordinator who's opening up the offense. They were too predictable running the ball. That defense will be special. I think it's Michigan's year. Finally, they get the, the big game at home in the big house. It's Michigan's year. That's my that's my argument for Michigan I mean, over it, Ohio if State. It, you see, if it's you not play there. Play if it's with it, the
1: back. No, listen, if, if it's not Michigan's year in the big game against Ohio State, like Harbaugh's gone, right? He has to be.
0: I mean, he won't be fired, but there's going to be rumblings. Because I, necessarily- I think the
1: two coaches on the hot seat this year the most are Harbaugh, and I solely think it comes down just to that last game against Ohio State, and Gus Malzahn in Auburn. Like both of those two, if they don't have big years, and I don't think Auburn will either have a big year, so I think Malzahn's gone. But I think those are the two coaches that are on the hot seat.
0: So the more interesting aspect is picking a winner out of the other side of the conference. So the, those seven teams are Northwestern, Iowa, Wisco, Purdue, Minnesota, Nebraska, Illinois. So those seven. Anyone who, st- I mean, that one side of the division Dude, it's was Tennessee, such and Michigan. Bullshit! It's oh, such bullshit. I don't know how they cut that up. But do you have a, a team from the other side that you're looking at?
1: Uh I mean, to me, I like people are so hype on um, Nebraska this year just because Scott Frost is there they've got Martinez but like people are saying they had a better year than it looked last year because they went four and eight like you still went four and eight like that's a lot to right. that, so that is a ton to come up from uh, I don't know I'm steering away from Wisconsin this year just because they have a couple uh, they have a little bit of a tough schedule. Um, in terms of who they play in the Big Ten East, they drew Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State. I think those are the three teams. I think we're the fourth best team in that. Um, so I'm gonna stay away from um, Wisconsin. Uh, let's go with Northwestern. Uh, they they are sneakily good team at home. They came out of it last year. That team that that side of the of the conference, the Big Ten West is more of just a like, Who messes up the least, you know, because none of those teams are really of elite stature and going to be in playoff conversations. But really their victory for the season is coming out of the Big Ten West and maybe having a chance in a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, They won't whoever comes out of that side, but let's go Northwestern.
0: Uh yeah, so they they went eight and one in conference last year, and Iowa, Wisco, Purdue all tied five and four, and they were second on that side of the division, which is pretty crazy. Uh, I like that you're steering away from Wisconsin because that's my pick to come out <laughs> and compete for the Big Ten championship. Of course it is. Uh, they haven't, they haven't. They haven't won less than eight games in about a decade. Every year they seem every they had a down year in their in terms of Wisco, and they always seem to bounce back. They still have Jonathan Taylor, who will be the best running back. And that's the all they have. Attention. That's literally all they have. They
1: don't have a passing no, but game. At least,
0: at least they're replacing their quarterback, uh, so that should help. Plus, they're, they always have they retool that offensive line always. <clears throat> Sorry, have a strong defense, and then like you said, like I don't think Nebraska quite makes this step. They'll be bowling this year, and they'll be a much better team. But I still think it's Wisconsin's uh, division to see. Win, I'm looking at I this. Think. I'm
1: looking at this two game back to back against Iowa and Nebraska in November for Wisconsin. Combine that with having to play Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Where's, where's the Iowa Wisconsin game? The Iowa and Wisconsin game. I'm not sure where it is. I just know they have back to back. Um, but, yeah. like, I
0: just, if that it's in Iowa's I'm game Because
1: right. they do the it's whole um, children's hospital thing. It's it, it just, it's in Wisconsin. But yeah. Iowa's always one of those teams that has a strong up front, a strong offensive line. They're tough to beat at home. So, I don't know. I just, I'm not buying this, this Wisco team whatsoever. They finished 119th in um, passing yards per game last year in the country. I think throwing in a new quarterback into a system isn't going to help that. Maybe it's a change of scenery and bring a new guy. Some people spin that to say it'll work for the better of them. But the less experience you have for me, um, the worse you are, unless you're obviously one of these top tier guys who just spin out NFL players. But Wisconsin, to me, not this year.
0: I like that everyone's looking down on them. They're they're just a consistent group of guys that play People good People are football, sleeping on so Michigan State like in this conference
1: them. a lot. I'm telling you, man.
0: It's not that they're sleeping it's on Michigan State. It's S- just how that side Yeah. I think Michigan State will win eight, nine games. Could get to ten, but I think it'll be too tough. They to had like a all. top ten uh,
1: defense last year. They're bringing back starters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's go quick to the ACC because this should Clams be quick. It. Something funny I'm, I'm looking it. at is that – Clemson was 8-0 in conference. Syracuse was 6-2. But you remember Syracuse almost beat Clemson. I feel like they always beat them every year. So Syracuse was you know a couple plays away from beating Clemson once uh, Kelly Bryant went down with an injury. If if Syracuse wins that, they're 7-1 in conference and Clemson 7-1 in conference in the same division. Syracuse would have beaten them to go to the ACC championship game. And that would have obviously spun the whole, whole – nation on its head so clemson will win their side then you have just a mosh pit of pit georgia tech by the way georgia tech is no longer running the triple <laughs> option so rip the triple option uh virginia miami virginia tech duke north carolina my picks virginia tech six and seven last year um just a mess of a year for them but they're they're a good team so i'm going them the only other plausible picks or maybe Pitt
1: and Miami. Got, and Miami
0: plays – I've got Miami. This
1: week. I've got Miami. I think they can make a big – like because the preseason rankings mean so little, that's why you got to capitalize. Like Florida may not be – what are they, the eighth team right now?
0: I actually think Florida is legit. No, they
1: could be legit, but say they're not. Like you still have that – if Miami comes out with a win this week, they still have that – we beat Florida when the hype was there rather than if they drop off the next six weeks. But like, I think Miami last year, uh, they didn't really have a good year, but like they dropped three games by less than a score or a score or less. Um, And all, in all six of their losses, their offense didn't score um, 21 or more points. I think they're bringing in Manny Diaz, who's a defensive mind. So that defense should be stronger. They have a new, um, offensive coordinator. So if the offense can get even like marginally better, then I think you see a Miami team with a friendly schedule with an easy pass to the ACC. Well, title game.
0: Even if they even if they lose to Florida, it doesn't affect EC. No, no, no. And, and let me read you their schedule, which is just crazy. So if they happen to beat Florida, they could be a top 10 team easily by mid-November. They get UNC, about – Bethune, Cook, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Central Michigan, they get Virginia Tech at home, so I think that's the game that probably swings the division one way or the other. Virginia at home, Georgia Tech at home, at Pitt, at Florida State, uh, home versus Louisville, at FIU, at Duke. Like, they don't even face Clemson. That's what I'm saying. They have an easy path. It's a cakewalk. There's no doubt about that. I think that Virginia Tech's going to beat them in Miami. They've just been so fraudulent over the past year. like. Remember they're undefeated playing Notre Dame oh, yeah. and then I don't know I'm not bad in into- plus Tate Martell situation is going to be a whole media thing for them it's just too early for me right in terms of Miami uh, let's move to the Big Twelve next uh, my Longhorns second in the conference behind OU Jalen Hurts obviously stepping in for Kyler there and then just. Everything below Iowa State who should be a strong team is just a a major question mark. I mean, you have, like, Les Miles coming to Kansas. You have quarterback changes all over the conference. You have new head coaches all over the conference. I think between, like, the the safe pick is probably to pick Oklahoma State to be the best out of the group of, like, Baylor, West Vaughn, Kansas State, Tech, because they just gun these teams always play well. And I like the young quarterback there. But it's really just your guess is as good as mine. The one thing I will say is West Virginia will not be good. The loss of Greer, the loss of their head coach, Holgerson. So they'll drop, but someone's going to have to fill into that fourth spot.
1: Yeah, uh, it's Oklahoma and Texas. Um, I don't even think Texas is really there. So I think I think Iowa State could easily finish ahead of Texas this year. But the Big 12, is always a, it's, it's always a fun conference because of these numbers that they throw up on the scoreboard. Um, like you said, so many coaching changes all around. Um, so I think you'll see a lot of teams like in the. You know, I don't see, think you'll see teams bottoming out, but you'll see like a bunch of everyone beating everyone in the middle of the pack, and then Oklahoma, yeah. Texas, and Iowa State really just separating themselves.
0: Yeah, I wonder if there's one team from that pack who kind of takes advantage of uh, maybe they get Texas and Oklahoma late, later in the season and don't, you know, so like. I mean, you tell me, who, who are you afraid of um, as a... I'm really not afraid of any of those teams. I think Oklahoma State always gives us problems, but, you know, we get them at home. Uh, Kansas State doesn't have Snyder, Les Miles, LOL, we get him at home. So I really think <laughs> it's, it's top-heavy. Even Iowa State on the road, I think we're going to beat them. And we always play well on the neutral field. So... Um, We'll see. The Big 12, yeah, I think it's Texas, Oklahoma. I think Iowa State will actually beat up on those teams, uh, probably drop. They'll be, like, in and out of the, the teens based off if they take care of, like, a TCU or Baylor or get upset. So I think that conference is pretty straightforward. Uh, the biggest question mark conferences are the last two. Let's give the Pac-12 some love. Um I love the Pac-12. Yeah. Pac-12 late night. Pac-12 after dark. They never get the- You can't
1: sleep on a Saturday night. You can't sleep. There's always something on TV. You know? And
0: those games always turn out to be funny. So I mentioned it, my potential college football playoff team, Utah. The Utes are in a division of Arizona State, Arizona, USC, UCLA, Colorado. Pretty easy. Washington State won the conference uh, or they side decided the division – or they they're the best team in the back twelve with Gardner Minshew last year. Washington took care of them in their uh in the in the rivalry game. Washington always strong. Stanford strong again. Oregon, Justin Herbert, one of the top picks in the draft, especially at the quarterback position. So I'm going Utah to win the pac twelve. I'm just not I think Washington will be good. So will Oregon, so will Stanford, but I just think Utah's defense will be Unbelievable, and help them win the Pac-12.
1: I mean, it's just a matter. It's just a matter of. It's like another Michigan Ohio State. Like, can they get over the hump? Can they beat Washington? Uh, they lost twice last year to Washington. Um, so they, Washington State's also a good team. That's that's really been a Utah kryptonite. So I'm going to steer away from Utah and both of the Washington teams. I'm going to go with Oregon to come out Oof. of the Pac-12. Uh, listen, there's no there's no doubt at quarterback, Justin Herbert has a chance to make a name for himself and even be maybe the number one pick. He decided to stay. They can – I mean, a big tell – a big read on what to really expect from the Ducks this year is going to be in week one in Arlington against Auburn. Yep. Um, I don't think Auburn's that good, but you catch them fresh when they're confident rather than when they played a bunch of these um, conference games and maybe took a few L's. But Oregon really – I feel like their year last year um, – they were better than how they seemed. Uh, they're bringing back nearly everyone on both sides of the ball. Last year, they opened up 3-0. and They took a hard loss to Stanford in overtime. That was a crazy game, I remember. Yeah, that was college game day. I that. Right, and then they beat two straight teams. They beat Cal, and then they beat Washington, who was ranked 7 at the time. Um, they won that game in overtime, too. And then, at that point, they're sitting at 5-1 and one in the 12th-ranked team in the country, And they had three losses, three out of the next four. They dropped against Washington State, Arizona, which was a bad loss. They they got crushed in that game, and Utah. So you're bringing back a lot of players from both sides of the ball. Um, I didn't. I don't think they had a bad year last year. Um, They didn't exceed. They didn't live up to expectations. Really, they finished nine and four. Um, They beat Michigan State, who was a good team in the in their bowl game. So I think that Oregon takes a jump this year, and I actually think they could be sneaky and. Sneak into the playoff conversation. I know you had Utah as your team that maybe could sneak in. We're both running with that Pac-12 conference winner. We saw that a few years ago with Washington sneaking in. Um, But, yeah, it it really comes down to those kind kind of teams, the Utahs and the Oregons, like – you got to have one loss strictly, and it's got to be like a good loss, as they say. Yeah, I don't so gonna know go- if a
0: Pac-12 team gets in with the loss. I'm actually on the flip side of you with Oregon. I think that uh, this reminds me of like a Matt Barkley-USC situation Um or even a Darnold situation. Herbert, the only reason he's back in school is because he didn't he wasn't going one after all year. He was supposed to be the best right. quarterback. I just it's a prove it year for. Yeah, him now. but last year was kind of the prove it year and all these guys they come back to school and it's not that he'll he'll be bad, but the, it never seems to fully work out. Like they never actually come back for that extra year, play unbelievable, lead their team to a playoff, and become the number one pick. It just doesn't happen. And I think it's for good reason. So I'm low on Oregon. I think they finished third or fourth in their side of the division again like last year. Um, so I'm confident in Utah. I think everyone else up top will build, will beat up on themselves. And uh, the Utes will win the Pac-12. And maybe if they were on the table with that defense, they can make it to the, to the college football playoff. All right. Final conference is the wretched SEC. I mean –
1: this conference is so much fun, it's,
0: but it's crazy. Like every year, it's like, "Wow, this conference amazing again." But like this year, it might be one of the strongest it's been in a while.
1: See, the thing is, like every like the, the reason that it's not ever as good as it seems is because these teams play each yeah. other. Like, like Auburn's really, really good five, team, day.
0: but then Auburn goes yeah. to a bowl game and like they're a really good, right? Team. And, like
1: Auburn, Auburn, LSU, Florida, Georgia, Bama, A and M, like they're all really good teams it's just the problem is that you only play four out of conference games a year so your schedule isn't as good as it seems but since i'm on the mic right now i'm going to go with alabama and that might come as a surprise to people but now as seriously like just the way things ended in that championship game this year last year getting just embarrassed when everyone said that this could be the best alabama team yet i just think they come out on fire this year uh, they're open, I just actually just saw this. They're opening up as 34.5-point favorites against Duke yeah. in the opening week. Um, they're at a I have already said I don't think they're going to be that great this year. They get LSU at home, thankfully. So I think they should coast their way to the SEC championship game. Even if they drop one of those, uh, they still have a chance to redeem themselves with a big win against Georgia, most likely. So – one loss wouldn't be the death of them just because of the conference that they play in. I just think that Georgia has such a tough schedule. They obviously play the similar teams to Alabama as LSU and Auburn, but they've got, they've got Notre Dame on their schedule, who's always a tough thing, and then it's just the big question of can we beat Alabama. So I don't know. I just think that they have the best top two quarterback in the country, Alabama. Jake Fromm. He's good, but he's not us. so I'm gonna ride, stick with Alabama, play it safe.
0: I, you know, obviously I picked Georgia. I'm picking Bama to make the playoff, but I, it really would not shock me if they miss out. But the more I look at this conference and the teams and and the schedules, I'm starting to get the gut feeling that there's going to be one of the teams, and I think it's between two, either Florida or LSU, are going to run the table and actually win one side of their, their division and potentially make it to the college football playoff. I really think Burrow and like I think the only reason I'm picking not picking L S U and I'm not all in on them is because we play them and that's a tough road game for them. But like if they beat Texas, they'll have a top ten win on the resume. They beat uh Georgia last they've year. got Florida L S U's got Florida at home. Right. I don't see Florida any chance in that game. Right. So you have that one on your schedule. Um, They've got Auburn at home. Auburn at home. I, I really – at home. LSU. What, what's their tough row game? They play at Georgia? They're tough. Yeah, they're at Bama. They're at Bama. Oh. So, yeah, so they play at Bama. Right, and that's just the, that's the issue. It's, it's very tough. But for the first time in a while, like every time LSU goes to Bama and Bama has just absolutely owned LSU, it's because they have these game manager quarterbacks who can't make throws. We saw what happened uh, even in the semifinal. Kyler, a really good quarterback, Goes and puts up a ton of points on that Bama defense. Same thing in the national championship with T. Law. So you finally open up an offense against Alabama, and they're they're a little more vulnerable than people think. That's always been the question mark in the SEC: was is there a quarterback good enough to beat them that also has the defense, which LSU does. So I, uh,
1: there's so many conferences in, in the in college football and college in general where it's just so unbalanced. Like you look at the SEC West, like. Bama, LSU, Auburn, A and M, and then the only two teams on the other side of the bracket are Georgia and Florida. Well, that are well really Kentucky me trouble. was
0: ten and three last year. They'll obviously fall back. South Carolina, yeah, South it. Carolina and Tennessee were historically good programs.
1: Um, I don't know. I was just looking not. at a situation there. Like, let me I just hate the, I hate the, uh, the divisions in college football. It's just like you could easily have LSU run the table, lose to Bama. On the road, which obviously isn't a bad road, and then they're not going to be in the big, they're not going to be in the SEC championship game. Like, if you had LSU run the table, but only drop one to Alabama, and you could possibly get a rematch in the SEC title game, like, and then maybe they split, they go one and one in the SEC title game and the regular season, like, that puts LSU and Bama in the playoff probably, and maybe you get a third rematch. Like, I just, I think that these whole, this whole division thing kind of ruined it, especially in the Big Ten also. Like, the past, X amount of years, like there's been no doubt that the Big Ten East is far superior to the Big Ten West. Even even in Wisconsin's heyday, when they when they had some good teams with uh, Corey Clement and uh, and uh, Melvin Gordon, like they like that side of the division is just so annoying. It just ruins the whole conference. Yeah, but that one's you don't way, get the matchups way, you want to see in the championship. The game. ECC and the Big Ten. Uh,
0: conferences or divisions are way more loaded. The SEC is pretty split. It's
1: pretty split. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you get a good Tennessee team. We haven't in a
0: while, but sometimes you get a good South Carolina team. Uh, Missouri, Missouri, here's my pick – for the SEC. Kelly Bryant. Kelly Bryant. Bryan, they're actually both ineligible. They're appealing, but it doesn't sound like it's gonna happen. But <laughs> so why why would he why would he transfer to Missouri then? Uh I'm not sure. I think he just wanted to play. I don't know. But Missouri okay. is going to start the season pretty much eight and up. Like it will almost be tough for them not to. They play Wyoming, they get West Virginia at home. I'm looking at this schedule get, right now. This is they good. get SEMO. I don't even know what team that is. They get South Carolina at home, Troy at home, Ole Miss at home, at Vandy Trash, at Kentucky Trash. So it'll be 8-0 headed into – then they'll go to Georgia get their doors blown off. Maybe they upset Florida. Uh, they could be – I mean, this team could literally go 11-1 and and be bowl ineligible. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be it. A- yeah. I mean- so my prediction is Missouri goes 10 and 2, 11 and 1, which would be cool. So maybe they could be sneaky to, to, to slide in. If Georgia or Florida picks up two conference losses, I mean, Missouri goes into the SEC championship game. I don't think they're ineligible to play in that. I think it's really just a bowl game. Imagine Missouri in the SEC championship game, like, takes down Bama and just, just – nothing to lose. With SEC, nothing to lose. <laughs> they knock every SEC team out of the playoff. That would be gold. And the
1: SEC doesn't get a playoff team.
0: And then the irony would be that uh, Dabo just pretty much sent his disciple of Kelly Bryant to the SEC to clear them out and make Clemson's road even easier. So <laughs> – Uh, I think it's – I made my pick earlier. I think Georgia's finally going to catch Alabama in the SEC championship and go to the playoff. Um, So unless – if Alabama slips up once and that's their second loss, maybe they don't make it. Maybe my youth slide in. Maybe Michigan. If they can – run. Maybe my Ducks. Maybe your Ducks. Um, Any parting words for uh, the Real Sports fam on college football?
1: I do not hate Penn State yet. <laughs> yet yeah. we we will. I promise you, at some point in the season, they will give me a legitimate reason that you guys can all understand why I hate them, and you'll finally see.
0: Uh, yeah, we'll keep a meter going for how much does Abe hate Penn State? I hey, but right now, Idaho, 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 week one, baby, I'm all in. Uh, Texas, LSU, week two. I'm going to be at the games. That's a real experience. Yeah, a real sports experience. That'll be fun. But I realized this morning I checked my flights. Abe, my uh, I saw my my flight is Sunday <laughs> at two local time, so three Eastern, um, right in the middle of week one, which is just absolutely horrible. After you get know, you get back for Sunday night. Yeah, back for Sunday night. The Ravens play the Dolphins, so we'll have that shit wrapped up first quarter before my flight takes off. But the content the real sports fam is going to miss out on will be tough. Um, hook them horns. Go Texas. Final thing we're going to do, Florida-Miami on Saturday, game one of the college football season. Make your pick. I'm going 28-20 to 20 Florida. You got Florida covering.
1: I'm going to go – I don't I don't hate that. I'm going to go 26-20 Florida. I'm going to have Miami cover. <laughs> hows how I just
0: want to hear how Florida ends up with 26, 24 points plus the safety or two, plus- two touchdowns, four field goals. Quick two math, touchdowns four field goals. All right. If Quick Florida math. scores two touchdowns, four field goals on Saturday, we'll do a real sports giveaway to be named. Uh, Thank you guys for (laughs) listening to our college football preview in episode 22 of the Real Sports Pod. Subscribe, like, review, send to friends. Uh, Do we have one team? Number 22.
1: My favorite number, baby. I Do we have one
0: team we hate and we can just be haters on all college football season? I don't really have one right now. Um, For me, it's Michigan. So yours is Michigan. I don't have one right now who I'm really low on. Uh, I'll definitely come up with it.
1: Oh, wait, I actually – yeah, I hate since I, I said they're not going to be ranked at the end of the year, I'm a huge L, uh, A&M hater okay, this year. So you're going to, uh, Sorry, Jimbo. That Sorry, fits Jimbo. well with my
0: Texas thing. So boo A&M, go Texas.
1: Uh, oh, I also I hate the Longhorns too. I forgot about that. Real sports fan. Oh, and the Nittany Lions. And the Nittany you're, Lions.
0: Now, like I tried to give you one little segment of hate, and now you hate everyone.
1: Yeah.
0: Be, be a happy guy. On. College football is back. Football is back.
1: Oh, let's and,
0: uh Ravens, Eagles tomorrow night.
1: Ooh, yeah, I saw that. Four and a, you guys are four and a half point favorites in Philly. It's disrespectful, we'll but love like, I mean, this pre, this see, this team in the preseason is special. You guys got yeah, going we go down. down in a row. Go
0: Ravens, baby, go! You know the stuff. Uh, we'll talk. Do you think Lamar will play a half, a whole half? No, he won't play a half. Three or four series. Garrett told us in the last pod. Right, I hope Carson plays. <sighs> We'll see. Alright, real swords fam, it's been real. Uh we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace. Backslash blue wire to redeem your razor for just three dollars. Abe. Yeah. You gonna you, are you gonna read yours?
1: We have I didn't know I had one this year at the chip station.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's Roman again. I'll read it for you.